0: Test us, test us, here, test All right, so let's turn off and, uh, getting some feedback. So we are live on YouTube. All right, we are now going live on. All right, All right so, so, where so is let's turn feed? off where is that feed. Where is that feed? Okay, let's turn off YouTube. All right. I'm testing this thing man, trying it out for the first time and I want to see how this is going to work all right now all I got to do is add a beat to this thing man add a beat to this thing it's live on youtube live on zoom Uh, let me see if I can make it live on facebook too all right no I can't make it live on youtube I mean, I can't make it live on Facebook. Uh, Alright, but we're live on Anchor. Live on Zoom. Live on YouTube. Alright, so if you're catching this for the first time, if you're watching it, I'm going to change my background a little bit. um, So that uh, it doesn't look like this. I don't want the parliamentary background for long. But... It is what it is for now. All right. It means I'm going to stop the mess, stop the broadcast, and get on to it. All right. So, what's happening? You might ask yourself. Well, um, I think for the very first time uh, in a very short space of time, I've been doing a lot of soul searching. I've been doing a lot of research. I've been doing a lot of. Yeah, man, introspection. Introspection is the great word to use. And I try to look at what is it about South Africa that's holding us back. I looked at South Africa in the past 15 years, where we've come, challenges we faced, what are the problems we have. And um, we have high unemployment we have poverty and inequalities so these are triple challenges that have been haunting this country so on poverty uh, more people go to bed hungry and we shouldn't it shouldn't be the case we have a land full of opportunities We have minerals for days, for days, man. We got gold, we got platinum, we got multiple resources under our ground. We have land that is fertile, agricultural land that is massive. We have rural areas that are massive where our people can actually farm and work the land and eat from the land and sell the products that come from the land but we seem to have one thing in common across all these factors and one thing is we have no leadership or strong leadership or good leadership across the board man and i'm not talking politics here i'm not talking i'm not talking politics forget about the politics i'm talking about the country and i'm talking leaders from government business faith-based organizations, um, small businesses, and teachers, you know, people in all different fronts of our economy. We have collectively have allowed for South Africa to be where it is. South Africa to be a land that is the most unequal society in the world. We've allowed for this to happen. We've also allowed that... um, the inequalities between those who have and those who don't to become wider and bigger. We've allowed it. Whether we did it subconsciously or we are aware of it, but we've allowed for it to happen. Then we look at um, unemployment, man. Unemployment. We have an amazing budget that goes into education and educational systems be it from early childhood development which is a foundation phase which is a poor state of affairs when you look at our education level if you look at grade fives or standard fives or standard sevens i can't remember the grades properly forgive me but they can't read man they can't read they can't write majority of them can't read and write so i don't know The value of our education system, I know that so many matriculants have passed. Congratulations to the matric 2020, 2020, class of 2020. Well done, man. Good job. We are grateful and happy for you. However, if we look at the matriculants over the past couple of years, and let's say, yes, we've had 76%, 80%, 90%, Now, if we had to go back to every year and say, out of all those matriculants, how many of them are are now employed, are now employable, are now creating jobs or started their own businesses, how successful have they become? I think we need to go back. But if you look at the unemployment stats that are sitting at over 34%, and I think among young people, it's way higher than that. One would ask and say, maybe the value of our education needs to be questioned. You know, how come we're putting so much and we're getting such a little output? If we have 1.2 million kids starting in one year, go grade one, and we only have less than 200,000 that make it to a metric year, and only 76% of them pass, I don't know, man, but the output is just not that great. Not that I'm taking away the shine from those who have passed, congratulations, but I think we just need to look and see and say and ask ourselves hard questions as to whether did we get value for money. So those are the three challenges I wanted to look at. So this series that I'm trying to put together or this podcast that's going to be coming up, it's called Leadership Development 101. So I've given you the framework. Of where I'll be coming from. Having looked at the country, maybe the past 27 years we've had nearly six economic policies. Um, These are policies that the ruling party the ANC had come up with and over the years they have been changing. From the first day they took office they came up with a document called ready to govern and ready to govern was basically the ANC in itself, preparing to make sure Jorge, it's going to lead in government. While we were in government, then we were like, Ish, this ready to govern is not working. huh?" Then there was another policy that came through, RDP. Then came ASKISA. Then came uh, Growth and Development Strategy. And then came the others, such as the NDP, and then came radical economic transformation, which did not really get through to the doors of government because uh, it was spoken about in the party, but not so much in government. And we've had more, than, more or less about six finance ministers. Um, so if you look at the inequality, the poverty and the unemployment, you would see Jorge, the fact that we have not been consistent in our leadership and leadership has changed hands and when they change hands there's no hand over and while they are in power there's no development of future leaders so you could ask and say let's start at the top we we'll look at maybe the president um, should anything happen to him who from the next generation is going to take over are we preparing the next generation of leadership across the board, you can look at provinces, the premiers, you can go into business, you can look go into church, you can go, are we really preparing the next level of leadership? And I think, I also want us to look at the fact that South Africa is a nation full of young people, so we are highly youthful population, and yet the type of leaders that represent the young people are way older. than uh, than the young people themselves in this country. So, can you get where I'm going with this? Can you get it? Can you get it? Alright, so that's where I'm going with this. It's going to be a discussion. I'm going to involve a couple of people, friends of mine, people that are very important, that I really value in this field of leadership. Um, People who have uh, risen from the dust, And become someone else. Um, I'll look at some of the former leaders who were great. Such as Ubaba Owartambo. I'll look at him and his kind of leadership style. And how he led the African National Congress during those dark days of apartheid. And how he did it from where he was all over the world traveling. Because he was not allowed here. And I'll look at various other leaders such as Utaata mandela and there are many others that i'll be looking at and um, some of them are biblical people or biblical leaders such as king david look at the guy like solomon look at joshua i mean there's so many guys that have really done well in terms of leadership and i'll be giving leadership tips man and these leadership tips are really for young people all right for the younger generation um, the old guys can take the tips if they want to, but it's just merely me trying to impart and to share information with young people. So I'll do it mostly in English because I get a girlfellow, Haribu Situana, Hanka Bua Situana, Legacy Gela, Conahore, Lintaluhan, I Jano, get bua Sijatapi, Hore, Babo, Tlebacon or Bantaluhan, So, with that said, I think I'm gonna end it right here, man. So this is leadership development 101. So this is a first test. Look, it took me about three months to try and get back into radio. I'm still gonna beef it up. I'm gonna change that background. Don't worry about it. I'm not gonna have a parliament background. I might have a the city's background, maybe, I don't know. And then I'm gonna have some some jingles that I'm gonna play so that it sounds exciting and interesting. I'm gonna play a little bit of music here and there, some inspirational music. Um pretty much I'm going to be uh trying to gear up future leaders, man, and take advice if you want to. And I'll be all right, so I'm gonna finish up and um and then we'll take it from there, y'all. Alright, peace out.